Welcome to the Inner Feminine Beast Podcast, where I'm teaching you how to be the highest version of yourself that has the power, strength, courage, and clarity to claim the life you desire and have it emerge through here in the physical. This podcast will empower you to use the laws of the universe and align with your intuition, create big wins in business by teaching winning sales strategies and wealth practices, my secrets to healthier relationships, better health, and living like the fierce woman you are. I'm your host, Cynthia Stant, a dedicated student to metaphysics, a self-made millionaire, and a CEO. Let's get it going and unleash your inner feminine beast. Hello, hello, my IFBs. Today is a special Inner Feminine Beast interview. I'm really excited. I've already, you know, chatted with her quite some bit and we have so much in common, but I'm really excited to talk a lot about shifting from masculinity and really embracing femininity in business who's excel. So let's introduce today's podcast guest. And before I have her come on, I'm going to make sure I read her bio over so you can hear about how absolutely amazing she is. So today's guest is going to be Elena Schwartz. She's an international speaker, best-selling author, and elite performance coach who is passionate about helping high achievers to multiply their income and impact while creating more time freedom. That's right up our alleys, isn't it, IFBs? After many years of experience on the roller coaster, I know what that's like, the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, she's intimately familiar with sacrificing health and freedom to increase profitability and productivity. She loves to help people make shifts at the DNA level to align with their purpose so they can move out of stress and into sustainable success. Yes, yes, yes. You know, this is me, a good conversation. Welcome to the show, Elena. Thank you, Cynthia. Honored and delighted. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here too. Right off the bat, you know, we were chatting a little bit and she's like, oh, I love Neville Goddard too. And I was like, okay, you and I are going to be official friends now. Um, <laughs> you know, she talks a lot about how, you know, she came from the masculine background of being an attorney. And it's funny because so many of my clients who I work with were attorneys in the past too. And as you know, I've come from the bourbon background. So really masculine industries were coming into entrepreneurship. We both had to really bring in not just the B side, but the feminine side. So I'm excited to talk about that today, but also too, you know, she really stands by the fact that spirituality and success truly are inseparable. I believe business is a spiritual practice for me, particularly, I don't think there's mm -hmm. anything more spiritual than sales. So I'm so happy that you're here. And for me and your bio, the thing that really just got me excited from the get-go was this concept of working with your clients and making shifts at the DNA level to align with their purpose. So mm -hmm. what does that mean exactly to work at the DNA level mm -hmm. and how do you help your clients with that? Yeah, I love that question. Thank you. So, you know, it's an interesting thing because intergenerationally, we have been passed down trauma and limiting beliefs and even preferences from our ancestors, right? That actually shows up in our markers. So like, while I'm totally woo and use this from an energetic sense, right? Also the epigenetics, the science behind it basically says, okay, you can have this DNA, but it doesn't have to express. And whether or not it expresses is dependent upon your thoughts and your environment. 
So what I do is I'm able to go in as a certified DNA healer, I'm able to go into people's DNA, see what's going on in there and actually energetically remove it. So they have a different experience. So they're not carrying, you know, their ancestral garbage crap around, you know, that they actually, and also the stuff that they acquired when they were, you know, before seven years age, and also massive amount of societal limiting beliefs, right? That all is showing up in the DNA. And when you actually remove it from the DNA and then replace other DNA to support it, you get to have a permanent shift in a lot of these blocks and limiting beliefs that people have been carrying around forever. And they don't have to anymore, right? Because, you know, is absolutely impacting the level of success that they can have and the level of ease they have in making that success or creating that success. So obviously, you know, I've heard of having suppressed emotions, suppressed trauma, having our environment condition us. How does one know if it's at the DNA level or actually inherited from ancestors? Like how would a person, a client of yours know that that is what needs to be addressed? Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because clients aren't coming to me because they know or or they're thinking this okay. happens. Clients are coming to me because they're stuck, right? Okay. So they're, they're stuck at an income level, whether they be six multi-six or seven-figure businesses, because eight-figure businesses come to me for usually typically something different. But at that other level, they're coming to me because they're stuck. They either can't scale their business past a certain point or they're completely maxed out, Cynthia, because they're working 50 to 80 hours. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we built this business. Like even I'm, though I might be making four or $500,000 you know, a year, I built this business to create a certain amount of freedom. And now I'm a slave to my business. Now I can't walk away from it. Now I don't really have a life. Now I'm burning myself out constantly. Now I'm having health issues. Now my relationships are imploding because of it, right? So those are typically why they come to me. And then what we do is unpack it at a DNA level and go, okay, this is why you're having the experience you're having is because this is what's actually going on in your DNA, right? So what I do with my clients is I don't teach my clients how to clear it for themselves at a DNA level. That's very advanced work. But I do teach them how to go into their own subconscious minds and understand what's lurking there and how to clear it at the subconscious level so they don't have to keep repeating that same pattern over and over and over again. I love that. No, that's that makes so much more sense. So thank you for clarifying that. You know, so I was thinking about it. You know, you, you have on your website, I love to actually explore a guest. I don't just get you on here. I, I do a little stalking beforehand. So I appreciate I, that. Of course, of course. But, you know, there's a difference between pushing for seven figures, as you're saying, these are women who are coming from a patriarchal way of doing business. Mm-hmm. Do more, go, go, go. I remember in sales, keeping up with the boys, competing for number one on the leadership board. A lot of times we bring that into our own businesses. So we're used to pushing and to fighting. If anybody can do it, we can do it. We can carry the weight, right? This eventually, as you said, helps you to plateau, burn out all the things. So there's a difference between pushing for that seven figures versus attracting it. And you really help your clients to do that using your six into seven figure genius method. I'd love for you to share more about this, what that entails and just hear your wisdom on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So pushing, obviously, like you talked about, it comes from a masculine paradigm of what success means, right? So we've all learned what that means because society is still holding that candle. And so it is really about learning how to step into a state of flow. So moving from hustle mode into a state of flow and the way that you get into flow, there's two ways. So it's it's like both sides supporting each other. So we were talking about this before. I call it the higher self, right? There's this infinite all-knowing part of you. 
this part of you is tapped into infinite intelligence. And like quantum physics even talks about all time existing in the now. So past, present, and future exists in the now. And so that means that this all-knowing part of you already knows if I want to get from point A to point B, what's the path of no resistance, not even least resistance, no resistance on how to get there so that I'm flowing with ease and grace. So typically we follow the ego mind and we meander and meander and meander, and it's not a straight path, but the higher self can direct us to the straight path. Now, what stops people? Like, I know if I were to ask you, Cynthia, and I were to ask your audience, Everybody has had a 3 a.m. genius moment or gotten a download in the shower on a walk. Right? I think so. It's always 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's the time of the night where you have the least resistance. Mm. Right. So that's why it comes through because your subconscious mind is not putting up the fight at 3 a.m. to say, no, 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 I don't want to change. I don't want to change. That's uncertain death if I change and I move out of my comfort zone. So that's why those intuitive hits happen when people are most relaxed. Right. So it's at 3 a.m. It's on walks, it's on downloads when they're having fun, when they're not focused on it. But you can actually tap into that energy on demand. Now, a lot of people are getting those intuitive hits, but they're not listening to the voice. Now, you know, when you listen to the voice, that magic happens. But when you don't listen to the voice, it's a shit show. Right. And so what ends up happening is that we tune it out because we're afraid of what it means to follow the guidance. So then you have to use that energy of your higher self to go into your subconscious mind and actually bring truth in. Because what are limiting beliefs, really? Limiting beliefs are just untruths you came to believe about yourself or life. And so what neutralizes those beliefs is bringing truth in from a higher level truth, not like what our minds would think of as the truth, but a higher level truth bringing that into the subconscious mind and then integrating that. And then all of a sudden, it just totally neutralizes the belief so that you don't have to have the same experience. Now you can follow the guidance of your higher self and use it as a GPS in your business and also tune into the energy of your business because everything is energy and all energy carries information. And so when we learn how to tune in and tap into different levels of energy, we understand, oh, this is what my business wants for me. This is actually the right strategy for me to use. And all the other things that haven't been working, haven't been working because they're not actually aligned strategies. So now I can stop throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks and know the exact thing my business wants from me. And then, okay, I start doing that exact thing. And then I get myself out of the way, remove the limiting beliefs that would stop that exact thing from being successful. Now I'm able to attract it right to me because now I'm magnetic. I love that. You are so passionate. Your energy. I'm just <laughs> you're like, yes, yes, yes. So good. You know, I actually thought about this. It came to me one day and I was like, how do I explain what I mean about this connection to your higher self and really getting the downloads and directions? And um, I was talking to my clients in the inner phone and beast inner circle, and I kind of really compared it to the Mario brothers game, right? The Mario, the original one, we all know, um, do, 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 right? And right. so as you're playing this game, the very first time ever, you're like, okay, A button does what? Okay. And you're moving across the screen. And what I love about the old ones is that you can't go backwards. You know, in all the new games, like, <laughs> uh -huh. right. committed to the game, you have to move forward. And when you're first playing it, all of a sudden you see this cute little mushroom. You're like, oh, that's a cute mushroom. What? That thing kills me? Like, are you kidding me? Right? <laughs> You see cute little turtles. I'd understand if they were like scary spiders or something, but they're turtles. So you're like, that kills me too. Like, how is I supposed to know? So you go through this whole level, you go through the whole level. And as you're going through it, you're learning what to do, what not to do. And eventually you finally beat the level and you're like, yes, I did it. I beat the level. And then all of a sudden you're celebrating. And then you hear do, 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 do. 
And you're like, what? Everything's black and blue now. What's this part? Like now you're in a level two. Right, well, the, right. It, the thing is, instead of constantly guessing if the mushroom is going to kill you or not, and of course you're going to learn from mistakes and failures and that's your teacher. What happens is you're just going to run into walls and constantly run into problems if you don't have a good connection. Right. Her. So I always think about like our physical meat suits, me as Cynthia Stant, you as Elena Shorts, uh, we know we're so much bigger than just, you know, who we are as human. We are the Mario on the TV screen. Your higher self is telling you, jump, 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 mama. Right, exactly. <laughs> but if your cord is not plugged into the TV screen, well, you're not going to have that connection. You're not going to know what to do. You're just going to keep running into mushrooms, running into walls. Listen to the guidance. When sheep says jump and pushes A, you jump. And that's exactly what I think you're referring to too. It's just like having that connection to your higher self. And I would love to hear your perspective because I know what it's like, but you have to admit, it's not the easiest thing to explain. Listening to the voice. Yeah. Listening to the voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What that voice sounds like, feels like, because it's it's hard to explain. I have my way, but I'd love to hear yours. Okay, so it's different for everybody. So because I actually teach people how to tune into their higher selves, it's different for everybody. So you have kinesthetic, right? Which means people have a feeling sense of it. You have auditory. I'm primarily auditory, so I hear messages. It's like somebody's talking in my head. The, The third way is visual, and sometimes I get a lot of visuals too. The fifth way is knowing. And when I tune into clients, I also get knowing. You could have all four, but you typically have one primary and one secondary when you're first developing it, right? So I had a client once and she was like, I'm not getting this. I'm not tuning in. And I'm like, you're absolutely getting it. I can tell because I can tune into other people. I know. So I'm like, I know you're getting this. And I was like, tell me what your experience is. Maybe you're seeing a color. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing colors. And I was like, okay, when you do this exercise, tell me what's happening with the colors. She's like, oh, it's red and it's turning purple now. And I'm like, okay, great. And so I worked with her with colors for a little bit. And then as she started to trust that she was tuning into her higher self, she was now starting to get knowing, right? So what happens is most people don't think that they can do it. They question whether they can do it. They question whether they're really doing it when they're getting messages. Am I making this up? Is this real, right? So they're not allowing it to come through. And just like attraction, it's about allowing. You have to allow it. You know, most of my clients, since they're high achieving, are massive control freaks. And I have to say, I, I am too. I, I'm mostly recovering, but it still happens in my life. I, I, it's, it's one of my life lessons. <laughs> so when we're trying to control it, we're not allowing it. And when we're trying to control it, it just doesn't happen, right? We're cutting off the connection. It's like you're pulling the plug, like you're talking about in the Mario game, right? So when you understand, oh, it can come through in a variety of different ways. And one of the keys is to get really curious about it because people go, oh, I got one word. So I'm working on this and all I got is one word. We'll cut the connection, right? If you go into curiosity, Cynthia, and you go, oh, I wonder what that, I wonder what blue means. What does blue mean? Can you tell me more about blue? What does this mean? What does this represent? And then you're teasing it out. And the more that you're building trust with yourself, really, and getting the messages, the more that they come through and the louder that they get in whatever way they come through for you. I love that. Isn't it so funny how this is really the first time you and I have truly connected. And as my listeners are probably hearing this, they're like, they've been lifelong friends. Like they're saying (laughs) messages, just a different messenger. That that always gets me so excited because you're right. It's not about judging and labeling. It's about observing. And my favorite thing that I always say, and I bless every single time I get with my one-on-one clients, we create the sacred space before we do any of our work. And I say like, 
we're giving ourselves permission to play with curiosity. That's mm, I love that. We're playing with curiosity. And so that's such a big part of it. It's stop judging, stop labeling because that's mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I don't care. The mushroom, no matter what I do, I'm going to make it okay and safe. Like, no, that mushroom is, you have to bounce on it. Like just listen, right, right, right. Gotcha, bro. but you're so, that's so right. Now, something that you mentioned to me that I also do with my team, but I would love to hear from your perspective is as an entrepreneur, you know, we have a a team that supports us and I'm really big into company culture. You know, for us, we communicate on certain platforms, not via text because texting is when we want to get there and hang out as, you know, as friends and socialize, you know, at five o'clock PM, we are off weekends. It is not at all acceptable to be, you know, having to answer unless you feel to, but also too. What I'm so grateful for, I'm going to give a shout out to Karina. Many of our listeners know my right-hand girl, Karina. She is so blessed. And I feel like I've been, you know, been able to teach her, understand kind of intuitively how to connect with people. So, you know, we run our businesses online and from this little box, you're not actually with somebody in their physical aura, but you can send somebody. I call mm-hmm. it this, mm-hmm. like, I can look at a list of people, a hundred names, and I can go down and kind of put my heart out there to each one. And I can tell without knowing anything about the person, I can feel like a little pool, a little tug, like, Ooh, this is somebody to look into. And Karina, she understands when we work with our clients, it's not for everybody. We look for people that we can really support. It's a a two-way relationship, but she has really learned what it means to be an IFB. Like she can look at a crowd of people and be like her, her, her. And it makes me so excited because she understands what the vibration of our client feels like. She mm-hmm. understands what the zinc factor is. And so for us in the selling perspective, like I've been able to teach her and she's been able to really build her own gifts of intuition to serve and support finding our clients and then, you know, helping them since they're here. How are you teaching your team to use their intuition to not only support your business, but to really be, you know, key factors and find success within themselves in the business? Yeah, I love that. When I really started doing this work at this deeper level of intuition, it was so key for me to build an entirely intuitive business. Like I don't want any ego mind in the business. I want this to be from a pure place. So we're operating from, we're all operating from a highest good perspective, right? So it's not just my energy leading the way, which it is, but I mean, it's everybody contributing to it. So there's a couple of things that I do. The first is that I want to know what everybody, everybody who's working with me, what's your real purpose in life, right? Because here you are, you've taken on this, let's call it a J-O-B. For me, it doesn't feel like a job, but I want you to be able to operate living your purpose within this business. So you're lit up every day that you get to do this, right? So that you're helping build something in the first place that's for you as much as it is for me so that it's not just all about me, right? It's about everybody who's contributing. That's the first piece. The second thing is that I make all my like the people on my team go through my program, right? So part of my six into seven program, I have a vault of videos, like eight weeks of videos where I teach people how to do the skills themselves, right? So then there's the piece that we do for them and there's the piece that they do for themselves. And it's about taking 100% responsibility for yourself. And 100% responsibility for me means I'm a powerful, badass creator, and I created everything in my life, including all the things that suck right now. But because I'm so powerful, I have the ability to flip it on its head and create something that really is exciting to me instead, right? So I want everybody on my team to be taking responsibility for themselves. And it's so interesting, like I'm going to be totally transparent. I'm having one of my team members step into their purpose in my business 
from the role that they were doing and they keep self-sabotaging themselves in the process. And it's so interesting. So I'll get on the phone with her on a Zoom call and I'll be like, okay, here's what's going on. Here's what you need to clear. So you stop bringing that in. Like stop, if you really wanna do this, stop bringing that in. Here's how to do it, right? So I wanna support my team to be able to do that so they can show up as their best selves also. Now, like you were talking about your right-hand person, like I've trained one of the people who does organic lead gen for me. I've trained her in this so that she goes and she tunes in, is this person in the highest good? And she filters for two things for me. She filters, are they the right fit, perfect paying client for my highest good? Or is there a synergistic relationship that will really support both of us in a really good way? Those are the two things that she filters for, right? It's not just prospecting, okay? It's, also it's not just prospecting. No, it's building relationships. Yeah. It's about building relationships. And so I have her help me build relationships by filtering for those two things because I'm an avid networker and I believe in really creating value for my network and also receiving value from my network. So, so as a result of that, that's what I have her filter for. So I've taught them all of these tools so that they can actually not only learn it for themselves, but that it can actually be a game changer in their own lives. Like one of my team members has said to me, like even her daughter, she has an 18-year-old daughter who has said, mom, since you started working with Elena, like our lives are completely different. Like the amount of stress and struggle and chaos that she was creating in her life before just doesn't exist at the same level. That's what I love about these conversations. There's really no plan. And I, I kind of love where we are flowing, where this is going, because this is a really great conversation is, you know, being not only a leader of a business, but, you know, helping others to tap into their spiritual gifts within the company. Yeah. So for my team, like I have all my team members submit to me and we sit down and we talk and I actually get very vulnerable and show mine too. a monthly vision board that we work on. And I don't do big, long year ones, but it's like, what are we doing every day? Are we being intentional with what we're doing? And when we serve and when we give and we put all of like us out there through our clients, through our content, through, you know, how we're supporting the world, we're allowed to receive too. So what is it that you want so that you're making your own dreams happen underneath the company's dreams? Mm -hmm. And so I love seeing that. And even furthermore, it's not just using intuition to, you know, prospect and connect through proximity. You know, the team has done a really amazing job using their intuition to really support the clients, like mm -hmm. understanding how to read mm -hmm. that. And we have, oh my gosh, like hundreds of resources, you know, between the worksheets and all the different videos and all the things, how to hand pick and customize what is needed for that particular client based off what they're hearing, but what they're feeling working with that client and their accountability, things like that. So yeah, I think it's really beautiful that we're having this conversation about how, you know, we're not just training ourselves, training our clients, but our team is a big part of who we are as a brand and, and mm -hmm. how we support others. And it's important to train them in that factors too, and have them go through your program. So what a cool yeah. conversation. Glad that we talked about that. Hey, IFB. Okay, so I'm taking a quick second because I want to pop in to tell you I have another extremely exciting in-person event happening on February 10th in Orlando, Florida. I had an insane amount of fun at the last event. So if you missed out, no worries, because you can register for this upcoming event now. Come join me for the IFB Sales is Sexy and Simple Seminar, where you'll experience a full day immersion with me so we can transform your business. This intimate group experience will give you results as if it was a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me. I'm gonna be working with you so you can make shifts to become a premium and luxury level coaching model in order to welcome higher sales and align with your desired lifestyle. 
I'm not just going to be giving you information. It's important to me that when we're together, we're going to take action during this event so you can see results before you leave. I'm teaching the secrets to making more money by doing less work so you can have more time to do what you please and create a bigger impact for you, your family, your clients, and the world. On this day, you will change your offers and your full year calendar so that you're having a business that creates a beautiful lifestyle and not a lifestyle that revolves around your business. I cannot wait to see you there. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So, you know, as we were talking about getting masculinity and kind of really embracing your femininity, one of the things that you really have your clients to do is identify overcoming and being able to overcome limiting beliefs. So this way you can step into your power as a female leader. What does that work like with them? Like, what are the limiting beliefs that you see are most common? And how would you pick one of those and kind of talk about how you would work with a client on that? Yeah, you know, a big one. It's so interesting. A really big one, Cynthia, is, I mean, there's roots to this too, but a really big one is I have to work hard to succeed. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a huge one. And honestly, it was for me. I mean, I was told growing up, like my parents were lower middle-class income and it was like, if you want to get yourself out of this, you're going to have to work really hard. And, you know, they drove me like that. So I became a perfectionist. I really focused on working hard. And it's what I see in so many of my clients. They come to me and they're like, no, no, no. If I do less, like I won't make as much money. No, no, no. You'll actually make a lot more money. Trust me here. You're going to make a lot more money, right? You're creating spaciousness. So that's a really, really, really big one. And what we have to unravel, because most of that didn't even come from them in the first place. Like, yes, many of my clients, because they're very similar to me in that way, many of them were told this when they were young. Many of them were the golden child in their family, right? Where they were anticipated that they were going to be the people who really did something in their family. And at the same token, it was also their parents, like it's ancestral, been passed down. You got to work hard to succeed, right? It's a very big thing, especially in the United States less so in other countries, but I do still see it. Like I see it, I have clients all over the globe and I see it with- The hustle is glorified, yes. The hustle is glorified for sure, right? And then you have people like Elon Musk and Gary Vee and Kevin from Shark Tank. And all of a sudden it's like everybody's saying, if you're not getting the results you want, you're just not working hard enough. But ultimately that comes from not really understanding their own worth and their own value. Right. So the two core ones really are about whether or not they're lovable, deserving of more and well, I guess three and worthy of more. Right. Those are really what it comes down to, because this idea of I have to work hard to succeed when you take it down to another route, it's like. I'm not valuable unless I'm working really hard. I'm not valuable unless I'm creating the success, the societal definition of what success means, right? So so as a result of that, then they're always feeling like they're falling short. And if they don't achieve the results that they want in the timeframe they think they should, they massively beat themselves up for it, Yeah. yeah? So those are the things that we tend to unpack in particular. Yeah. You know, what's the one I notice a lot too. And by the way, and I'll be completely honest with you, everything that you just said is something that I experienced and overcame. And I'm guaranteed, like we were talking before, you're like, oh, me too. Like it's, <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's about healing. It's about just embracing. And it's about willing to look at it differently and really working with somebody again, that's already done it and can help right. you support you. So the mentorship, I guarantee you had people help you through that as well. I certainly did yeah. um, part of it. You know, so the one thing too, that I see a lot of is we think that we should be doing something because 
we see others doing it or mm-hmm. we think that's mm-hmm. what we're told to do. So one of the gifts that I had, and it just kind of started happening working with my clients, especially one-on-one is not only, you know, sales consulting, but really being a brand specialist where I look at your branding as like the essence of your soul. It's a promise experience. It's like, how do we embody like your soul and put it here in the physical, make it like, I love that a way, mm. show up a certain way, the energy of it. Like people will come into my presence and so they'll be like, so what's your brand? I'm like, it's inner feminine beast. They're like, I, I could have guessed that, like named it myself before I even saw you because of how you show up in your energy. So I was working with a client just yesterday. Am I going to, she is brilliant. Okay. She's amazing. And she is somebody who wanted to create a new program. And so she's like, I'm feeling this coming to and through me. I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to help you build your syllabus. Like let's just get this out so we can brainstorm and brain dump. First of all, very nervous to brain dump, which is like, for me, just like slappy fun. Let's like play with curiosity flow. She's like, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it? Like, like, right. that's, like throw that away. Perfectionism. Right. But right. at the same time, she started talking about like, okay, strategizing and planning and using your brain versus just like mind and all these things. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, this isn't you. Like what she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I thought we were creating a program about like branding. She's like, well, isn't this, I'm like, no, I'm just gonna be honest with you. This is what you think you're supposed to be doing. When I mm-hmm. see you, like I see the most beautiful, badass woman who understands how to put the essence of your soul into aesthetics. Like you are, you understand pleasing the eye. You understand how to show up on camera, show up in person, show up in your font and colors and all the things. Like branding is a huge thing. And she's like, oh, that's what excites me. I didn't know. <laughs> But it's like, what I'm realizing from that is even though super successful and, you know, we've all been through this where we have that mentor, just like see it differently for you. Mm -hmm. The perfectionist comes in, but also just like, we feel like we need to do what others are doing. Right. Right. Rather than being our unique self. Right. When she asked her about the topics, she's like, I couldn't really explain them. But the second I started talking about what I see for her, she's like, oh, I can rattle on about this, rattle on about this. Yeah. So it's really, those are the things that I noticed too. And that's a lot what I started doing. I remember I used to show up in blazers all the time when I first started. I used to talk like a pageant queen a little bit because- Right. And um, I just feel like, yeah, it's really being your authentic self. And that comes the only way you're going to receive that is you're tuned in, plugged in to your higher self because that is your authentic self. Yeah, but there's an issue about that. I have to say. So, okay, when we're growing up, right, and we are our authentic selves when we're really little and we're this bright, shining light. And we're often too bright for our parents. What do they want to do? They want to squash, right? They want us to contract because we're too much for them. We're essentially what we're really doing is mirroring back to them where they're not bright anymore, where they're not feeling bright. And if they can't handle that reflection, so they try to squash our lights. I've seen that so many times with my clients. And so we've actually been told it's not okay. Like we don't get love and approval when we're authentic selves because from the time we were really little, So I love what you're saying because it's what I help my clients do as well, Cynthia. But so many people are scared shitless of doing it because they didn't have that experience of it being acceptable when they were young to put themselves out there in an authentic way. So the fear of rejection is so large for them of going, oh my God, I'm going to like open my soul and bear it to everybody. And now I'm really like, if I'm rejected, it's so much harder than if I just did something that I was doing to conform and I was rejected. You know what? That's so funny because I remember that being my thing too. What will they think? What will they say? Well, you know, a part of my 
trauma is a part of my healings have to do with family and things. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if I that out loud, how would it be perceived? But yeah, it really is just, it's growth, it's maturity and it's letting go. And you're right. I see that too. So, so many interesting things. And honestly, that's what entrepreneurship is to me. It's the most spiritual journey you'll ever go on. If you want to know what you love about yourself, you know what you fucking hate about yourself. You want to know what you're great at, what you suck at, like be an entrepreneur. Right? Amen. Exactly. Amen. Go through all of it. So mm-hmm. I would, I would never suggest going on the journey alone. And that's why no, for sure. in the world. That's why I'm in the world. I think this is a really fun conversation. So when it comes to being the leader in your business, what are things not only as our individual selves, what are things that we can be doing in our business, like actual business? How can we run our policies? How can we run our systems to be more in feminine energy so that we we're swapping the struggle and having less stress and being more in flow and fulfillment? Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways that I help people work significantly less, but one of the keys is once you learn how to nurture that relationship with your higher self, literally tune in and ask, what should I be doing today? What's in my highest good to be doing? Because we're operating based on our ego thinking, what we need to do to get done to have the success we want, Mm -hmm. right? And that may or may not be the case. And I cannot tell you how many times I thought, oh, I'm meant to be working on this. And I'm told, no, don't do that. And it's like, oh, okay, what should I be doing instead? You know, what's in my highest good to do instead? And so when my clients start doing that on a regular basis, like, honestly, I don't even believe in goal setting anymore. So one of the things that I can do, and, and I teach my clients how to do it, we were talking about collapsing time and how all time exists in the now, you can actually future project to understand what would my future look like if X, Y, Z happened. So I'll often future project and then reverse engineer, but I'll do it from a place of like, what's in my highest good to create so that I'm not creating from a place of ego so that when I'm focused on creating something, it is something that's in my highest good. And I also have to ensure, and this is what my clients do, is they ensure that like, I have had multiple clients who have said to me, Oh, one client was just doing this recently where she had a whole bunch of goals. And I'm like, tune in and see if they're actually in your highest good to do. Future project to see where you'll be in a year if you do these things and then reverse engineer, but hold it tenderly because it may be that it's in your highest good right now, but a month from now it isn't. So you're going to be working on building something and then it may not be. And we start, we put so much energy in it that we're like, no, 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 I'm going to see it through. I'm going to make sure that I make this happen. And it's like, well, it's not in your highest good. Maybe you were only meant to learn something from starting that process. So let it go and now focus on what is in your highest good. And so when I, when people stay, when my clients stay in that energy, then they're able to like collapse so much time and shave so much time off because they're not stressed. If they're trusting, they know these things are going to work out and they're moving with effortless flow. They're moving with the flow of the universe and their flow rather than resisting the flow. Yeah. You know, we're talking about our higher selves and also as you know, the CEO of a company, you're the visionary. So you're the shop mm-hmm. for you. It's not about day to day and being stuck in the maids because that is what's going to take you a lot longer time. That's what you're going to go through the pain, the constantly hitting dead ends. It's about learning to rise up and see that big picture. And as you said, go to the end result and ask, is this even how it needs to be? When you rise up, you can see the whole maze and see yeah. that's yeah. only one way out. There's multiple ways and there's quick mm-hmm. ways, scenic ways. There's, there's easy <laughs> ways. So yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Now, something I want to make sure that our listeners are understanding that we're making clear on, and we haven't touched base, but I'm sure you're going to agree with me, is that we're not poo-pooing masculinity at all when we're talking about him. No, no. All of us have masculinity and femininity, and we're not talking about male or female, okay? We're talking about masculine traits, feminine traits, and characteristics and energetics. And um, for me, I'm curious to hear your perspective on it, but 
I use masculinity to be able to hold the space for my femininity to allow like mm-hmm. flow. So let's just talk about, for me, I agree with you. I used to work so, 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 so much. I mean, I'm a woman and this is, makes me so sad to say, but back in the day, I've missed children's birthdays, like to work. I have literally start like ended work at 2 a.m. with my boss at 6 a.m. saying, gun to your head, Cynthia, where's your next sale? Like, I, I was like, okay, I'll get one. I'll do it. Like, you know, anything. It's kind of sad. But so when I started my own company, first thing was no Fridays, 2023, were no Mondays or Fridays now, but I respect time more than anything. And as a woman who lost her um, father at a young age, like I just look at time differently. And so for me, if I'm going to take 18 plus days off a month and still have a prosperous seven figure business, how do I do that? Well, for me, like I time block and I'm really disciplined in my time. So we were kind of talking today. I have, I think five interviews today. (laughs) I personally choose to do it because By creating, um, instead of saying, where's an open space in my calendar? Let me just put that in. Let me put it in. I like to create like blocks where I'm just really my masculine. Today I'm showing up, I'm assertive, like I'm going, I'm doing the thing, I'm in boss vibes. But then I allow myself to just kind of on those off days, like really surrender and be supported and be creative and flow and see where I want to go next. So that's just like an instance, like how I'm using masculinity Mm -hmm. and then- Mm -hmm. And feminine. And I always say it's not about balance. I like to say harmony because you're not like 50 yes. all the time. Yes. It's not 50 yes. feminine, 50 beasts, right? We're like, what do I want to do today? Today I'm in beast mode. Tomorrow, like in kind of whatever best mm-hmm. right here, right now. So I just kind of love to hear based off what I'm saying, what kind of inspires you to talk more about masculinity mm-hmm. or how you're using it in your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Love that. So flow is a feminine energy, right? Emotions are a feminine energy. And structure and action are masculine energies, right? But again, it's the harmony. It's the balance between the two. And balance doesn't mean 50-50. So I I wholeheartedly agree with that because everybody's different, you know? And so what works for me may not work for you and back and forth. But I do the same thing. So I take calls. I take Fridays off as well. I take CEO time till 11 a.m. It's my time. I get to, you know, I tune in. I practice yoga. I meditate. I do all those things. I work out, whatever it is that I do in the morning. But at 11 a.m., my team knows, don't book me in with anybody before 11 a.m. It's like my sweet spot. But I also do blocks. So like in the morning time, like I have a three-hour block open where I'll do all my calls, all my networking calls, all my client calls. Like that's what I like to do. And I don't necessarily group them into one day because of the work that I do. It can be really intense. Like if I were to have five clients in a row, that would be too intense for me because I'm doing so much tuning into other people. So I can only handle so much a day. I'll talk about my client, Katya, for example. So when Katya started working with me, she was constantly, she was a functional nutritionist and a fitness coach. And she was like working from the time she woke up in the morning till the time she went to sleep, except for the time she was at the gym. And she was burning her adrenals out. She was starting to do testing on her hormones and she was like, they're going nuts. And I was like, yeah, because of the hours you're working. So let's, so I had her time track. It's one of the tools I have. And one of the tools that I'm actually offering your audience on, on how to shave, you know, 20 to 30 hours off of your work week. But I had her time track for a week. And what she noticed, she was kind of beating herself up about it is in the morning, she would start trying to focus and create content. And she was creating a lot of content for IG and TikTok and stuff like that. And she just wasn't doing it till around 1 p.m. And then from 1 to 3, she'd have this massive focus and get like a shit ton done. And then she'd kind of float again in the evening. So I had her energetically look at what was happening because here she is beating herself up for being unproductive for three or four hours. And I was like, no, no, no. It's just your energy isn't working with those things. So here's what we're going to do. 
We're going to move all of your calls, all of your sales calls and all of your client calls to the morning time. You're going to have your focus content creation from one to three or one to four. And then whatever are the doodads you need to get done. And literally within a week, three to four hours was gone off of her work week just from shifting her energy, right? So she was working with her energy now rather than against her energy and trying to force her energy when it really wasn't the energetic times of day. So that's one of the ways that I look at it is like, what is your time of day to be in that more masculine focused mode? What is your time of day to be in that more feminine? Like, and what tasks come along with those things that you could get done that you could create focus blocks and do. And it's massively shifting for people when they start to see they're working with their energy rather than against their energy. Yeah. That is so smart. And I love that. Very cool. And I'm um, very appreciative of it too. I'm sure the listeners are going to really look forward to that. The time track, we'll make sure to have that in the links below. You know, today was an amazing conversation. Our synergy, I'm really grateful that we are put together. I don't believe there's coincidences because um, today's conversation really was wonderful. So I just want to thank you so much for being here today. And of course, we'll put your links below, but just so our listeners know exactly, what is the best way for people to learn more about you, to contact you, to learn more about working with you? Where would you like to send them? Yeah, thank you. The best way is to actually grab that freebie. It's a mini course. It's it's a four-part video. It's about an hour long total. And it's five ways to shave 20 to 30 hours off your work week while making more money, right? And it will really unpack, like my team yelled at me for this. They're like, Elena, you're giving away too much. And I was like, well, I want to give them what I actually do. So it is actually what I have my clients do, the processes I have my clients do. Now, I will be honest, like there's a mindset piece of it. And honestly, in a 15 minute video, I can't teach you everything that I teach you know, my clients in terms of how to clear their limiting beliefs but it will help you identify them and get clear on them so you understand what's actually really running your time, right? And that's the first step. So if they want to grab that, they can grab that at elenaschwartz.com forward slash time. And that's the best way to get into my, my sphere. Wonderful. And again, we'll put that link below. Well, again, thank you so much for being here today. It really was a great conversation. Honor and for- a pleasure. Thank you. Of course. And for our listeners, until next time, acknowledge it, embrace it, see you through. Thank you for listening to the Inner Feminine Beast podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and follow me on socials for even more IFB content. Also, be sure to check out my Sales is Sexy and Simple seminar and apply to get on the wait list. Registration page is linked in the episode summary. Can't wait to hear from you.